Welcome back to the Project 24 Blogging Podcast. This is episode 189. Alrighty, here I am, Anna, by the way. <laughs> I'm Anna, and uh, Nathan's in today. Hello. After he's been out for a little while. Yes. For a really exciting life event, if you yeah. want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, my wife and I... Um, had our first baby. We're very <laughs> excited. She's doing well. She came a little bit unexpectedly mm-hmm. a l- few weeks early, but she's doing great uh, and we love her a lot. So anyway, been out for a couple of weeks. It's good to be back um, and I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Yeah, we're excited for you too. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, well, I guess it's late fall, but you know, winter baby, it feels like <laughs> winter right now because we just got our first snow here yes. in Idaho. Boise yes, it area. does feel very, it's, this morning it was very cold. Yes. To scrape the ice off the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and we always get caught off guard because it's been hot for so mm-hmm. long. I didn't have a scraper in my car, so finally got one in there. <laughs> anyway, awesome. little aside there. All right, so today we're going to continue the conversation from last time when Ricky and I talked about Cook for Folks and kind of what has happened since the inception of it. We also had a couple videos come out on Income School about it, but Nathan and I wanted to dig in a little bit deeper about your involvement in what we're going to be doing moving forward. And so one of the things that you're going to be working on is looking back at those original articles that we had writers write Mm -hmm. and kind of some newbie writers and um, doing a little bit of battleshipping or just kind of auditing the articles um, to see if there's anything we can do to improve them. Mm -hmm. So do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Yeah, definitely. So Anne already gave a little bit of background here and you Many of you have probably heard, uh, but for those of you who haven't, um, Cook for Folks was uh, really started a couple of years ago. We had closed the our writing center. Um, we call it the Creator Studio. It's really just a writing center where we have our writers. We had closed it previously and then it had been closed for about a year and then we reopened it. Um, and when we went to reopen it, of course, we had to rehire for everything. Uh, we were hiring new writers. We were hiring new editors. Uh, we had kind of changed our processes a little bit. We were testing out some new things. Um, And so Cook for Folks is one of the first websites that we wrote on. Um, And as you might expect with brand new writers who have not written blog content before, their content wasn't as good as the content had been before we had closed. So when we had previously had the Creator Studio open, we had gotten in a pretty good groove. The content was pretty, uh, I'd say really good content. Um, but uh, some of the writers, when we were first starting back up, just didn't have that same skill level. And it wasn't anything, nothing against their writing, really. It was just that they were brand new. Yeah. Um, and so the some of the writing on Cook for Folks reflects that. Another part of that um, is that we um, t- tell people and ourselves, whenever we have uh, writers write content for us, freelancers or hired writers or content writing services, um, we always tell people to go in and either do a thorough edit of the content after you receive the content back, you know, adding in your own voice, adding in your own, you know, additional research or anecdotes or stories or, you know, all of those little extra things. Because a lot of times when you hire content out, you're really just getting the text. Um, I would say it's probably rare, if ever, that you get images, if you got your writer to embed videos, to throw in interlinking to other articles. There's just so many optimizations to the article that a writer's just not going to be able to do for you, uh, typically for what you're paying them. And so when we first started on Cook for Folks, 
we weren't doing that. Um, you know, we were really focused on getting the writing center up and going and cook for folks was a, a really a trial website at that point. You know, we were, we had done search analysis, which we're going to get to in a little bit. Uh, there's also a little bit of a story there. You know, we were doing the search analysis, um, but the, there wasn't as much follow up on the content as there should have been. Um, we should have gone through and we should have fixed up the content and we would have been able to identify early on that the content wasn't as good. Um, and we did spot check. Um, and for the most part, we saw some of the content was good. And that's the problem, I guess, with the spot check is that you don't see every piece of content. Um, but we should have been doing that. You know, we should have been doing all of those things that I just mentioned. And so here we are a couple years later. Um, we've written a lot of content on that website um, and a lot of the content probably half ish um, came from that original batch and so that batch is uh, to be completely transparent and honest it's underperforming and those of you who have kind of followed the story um, on the youtube or you know here on the podcast you probably have heard us say that it's just not performing as well as we would like Another element to that, which I kind of alluded to, is the search analysis. Uh, we had been testing out a new search analysis method, um, and we're really interested to see how it worked. Um, and while some of the articles were good, I don't think that we had as many hits um, or as many good articles search analysis-wise as we could have. So we kind of had a lower success rate with the search analysis, a lower success rate with the articles, uh, writers that were still brand new. So there were kind of just all these things. Anna called it a perfect storm, um, <laughs> it, you know, or maybe an imperfect storm, I guess. You yeah. know, it just all kind of aligned to where the content wasn't what it should have been. Um, since then, we've done some things to address that. So whenever we do search analysis, we've really kind of honed in on our search analysis. Uh, we've added some things, we've changed some things um, so that the search analysis is better. And that's made a huge difference. Um, now, also, Anna writes some of the content herself on Cook for Folks, which makes a huge difference. Anna's very knowledgeable on the topic. She has the information. She has the background. Um, she has all of that. But we do still outsource some of the content on Cook for Folks to our writers. Yeah. But here's the difference. Our writers, our writing studio has now been open a couple years. We've been really gotten a lot better with our training processes. We've gotten um, writers who have been here since the Creator Studio opened. They've improved significantly. Um, some of the writers that weren't as good <laughs> that we needed to turn over have since turned over. They don't work here anymore. Um, and so we've really done a lot of things. And probably the final thing is every time we have the writers write an article, Anna will go in and she does what we recommend people do. Adds the original research, adds the original images, you know, embeds a video, does interlinking, all of those different things. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I've been going through, I'm kind of a grammar uh, perfectionist <laughs> because I was in the news, I was a journalist, and I still kind of consider myself that. And so I would run it through again, yeah. um, like Grammarly and, and check it myself to make sure the grammar was good because yep. that's important as well. And then as much as I could, I would add original images because the writers, you know, they have a set amount of time right. that they're allowed to right. write. And it's not a whole lot of time um, just because we're paying them to mm -hmm. do it. We want mm -hmm. them to be able to do multiple articles. And so I don't think they have a whole lot of time to run out there and take pictures and right. do original experiments right. and things like that. Yep. And then another thing was these, some of these came from our writers. And so they would kind of write it as if they were me mm -hmm. because really my face is on those articles and some of the stories I would have to change around because it didn't, you know, exemplify me. Right. So, um, 
some of the stories, it's funny that they wrote like as best they could, you know, their family recipe or my mom used to make that. And I'm like, well, that's not true about Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. So I just changed it around a bit. And obviously they expect that, that I'm going to take a look over it and change some things around. And so that's what I've done with like kind of the the second batch of articles that I did Mm -hmm. most, if not all the search analysis for. Yep. So here we are today. We have kind of those early on articles that are just not doing that much on the website. And then we have the second, I would say batch, or we could kind of say second wave of articles that Anna headed up um, that she's kind of been having a much closer watch on. And those are doing a lot better. Um, But now I guess the discussion over the last little while has been, okay, well, what about this content? We have a good number of articles that just aren't doing that much, but they probably have potential. And so we're kind of at the point where we want to start working on some of those old articles. We realize that some of them will not probably ever do anything. The topics weren't that great, um, but there are some that I think really will. And so we're kind of at a point where we plan to battleship the content, the original content that went out. We want to identify, okay, what of these topics are performing how we want them to? And there are probably a few. We want to see what's kind of underperforming. Maybe it's on the first page, maybe, you know, top of the second page. And then what's just getting nothing. Um, And we want to reevaluate. Maybe some of those articles that are getting no page views, we're probably going to take a look at those articles. We're going to see if it's just a really poorly written article, especially if we think it's a topic that has potential. Um, Maybe we'll rewrite those articles on a completely different, you know, in a different post. And then we can kind of do a redirect or whatever. For those that are kind of underperforming, we'll probably just do a little bit of an edit on them, do some of those things that Anna has been doing, adding the original images, adding the uh, original uh, the research, all of those different things. And then for those that are performing, of course, we'll probably just leave them. Um, but we want to start with the battleship. Something else that we've been working on um, uh, are auditing mm-hmm. our content um, or and that's kind of a fancy name to call it. Really, we're just going through to make sure that the content is a high, a high, high quality. Um, and so really the audit's going to just help us understand the quality of the content. So we're going to do the battle shipping, but we also want to take the articles that we think have potential, and then we're going to do this audit on them. You know, we're going to take kind of a, I don't know, an overview, kind of an overhead look at the articles um, and we're going to look at all the elements. We're going to look at the the first three paragraphs. We're going to look at the answer target. We're going to look at the lead on. We're going to look at the subheadings. We're going to look at the content. We're going to look at the images. We're going to look at the videos. You know, we're going to break it down pretty pretty granularly. Yep. Uh, and we're going to kind of rate. We're going to rate each section of the article. And we're going to kind of see how the article rates. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see, you know, if we think that the content was good, but maybe the topic is too competitive or maybe the content was bad, but the topic is still good. And we're going to use these audits to kind of identify what we want to rework um, because there are enough articles that it doesn't really make sense to redo all of them. Yeah. And so this is kind of funny, but right after this, Nathan and I are going to be filming a video Mm -hmm. for income school that'll be coming out later. And we're going to be auditing one article in particular that Ricky chose actually, Mm -hmm. that was part of that original batch written by our writers. Um, And so we're just going to show you the process of maybe some things that we're going to be restructuring. There's some things in there that we're going to like completely take out because we don't believe it's necessary um 
I'm going to be taking, or we're going to be taking some original photos to put in there. And the plan is Nathan and I are going to film a short video just with our phone to uh, make a YouTube video and then embed it on the article. Yep. And so we just want to show you some of these things that we can do to improve the article. And then with the YouTube thing, it doesn't have to be complicated. We mm -hmm. want to show you how simple it can be. So uh, look out for that. We're going to record that video today. Yeah, I'm really excited to kind of, this is a process that we have been doing on the articles. Um, we weren't doing it early on. We realized the need for it. We've been doing it. Um, and probably the reason we weren't doing it early on is just because at the scale we're working at, we're mm -hmm. creating so much content. Um, we tend to bury ourselves, to mm -hmm. be completely honest. Yep. Um, but this is something that we've been doing and it's been really valuable. Um, we've been running some of these audits on some of our um, articles, and I think this is something that each one of you will find really valuable, kind of as we, as we show you and talk through this process. So anyway, I'm really excited for that. Um, hopefully, you guys can tune in and check that video out. It should be coming out sometime soon. Yeah. Um, and we're hoping, this is a little bit of a teaser, uh, we're yeah. hoping to provide an opportunity where hopefully one of our team will be able to look at or audit an article for you. Um, anyway, that's kind of preliminary. Uh, no promises or guarantees there, but that's something yeah. we're kind of working on in the early stages. So uh, keep an eye or ear out for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is something that's really, really valuable to do. You know, as creators, as content producers, we don't want necessarily to be on the never-ending treadmill of creating brand new articles as you create more and more content in a smaller niche or even a large niche uh, you end up taking topics that may cannibalize some of the traffic from your other articles mm -hmm. and it gets a little bit complicated um, yeah. but we want to really make each piece of content that we produce as valuable as possible mm -hmm. so that it can do the most amount of work for us um, and this is something that, like I said, when we get buried in content, we don't do a good job of that, um, but something we're trying to improve on. Yeah. Um, and this is something that I know a lot of you already do. Those of you who are only working on one or maybe two websites do a lot better at this, um, but it's something that is super, super valuable. Yeah, absolutely. And we know a lot of you check out Cook for Folks from time to time. And it's kind of like you said, Nathan, like you alluded to, we're not really creating a lot more content. Mm -hmm. I know you're doing some search analysis yep. based on what you think could perform well, especially seasonally, yeah. but you're not going to see a whole lot of new content on there right now, just because we're really going back to do those improvements and yep. battleshipping and adding that original research. And so that's what we're um, putting to um, making our important importance on. Wow, yep. I can't talk right now. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> uh, just kidding. But anyway, we wanted to give you yeah. an update on that. And um, we will update you as soon as we uh, have that project ready to launch, mm -hmm. hopefully. Yeah. Um, and we'll update you in the community, in the newsletter, if we uh, get that done. Yeah. So. And I, just, I would like to add one more thing with the, uh, the audit idea, the, th the idea of looking at your article from or maybe having someone else look at your article. This is something that's really good for people with established content. Mm -hmm. um, people who have had content who hasn't performed, you've done the battleship, you will have identified some articles that have potential. Um, this is a great thing to do. But I also think it's really valuable for people who are brand new. You're just getting started. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you are brand new and you're implementing a new process, it would be really helpful for you to have a little checklist or a little guide to help you know if you're on track. Um, and so those of you who are listening, whether you're brand new or whether you've been at this a couple years, I think this process is something that anyone could implement um, because whether you're, you know, three years in or 
two days in, if you have content, it's always good to get either a second opinion or try and look at it from an outside perspective so that you can see if the content is really good. Yeah. And for now, if you have articles in mind that you'd like to improve, you could just have a friend or a family Mm -hmm. member take a look at it and just say, hey, don't worry about my feelings. What do you think about this article? What do you think is unnecessary? What do you think is boring? Like, how should I improve this yep. article? That's something that you can do yep. right now. Yeah. And we do masterminds. Yep. Um, I know I've done a couple masterminds where I will kind of look at, I've looked at people's articles before. Um, I don't remember exactly what we call those masterminds. For some reason, I'm drawing a blank on it. Um, <laughs> but it's almost just like a article, have Nathan take a look at your article mastermind. <laughs> anyway. And so like there are opportunities in the community to have other members or sometimes members of our team to look at your articles. So take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, con- the content is what drives it. There are a lot of other pieces and parts to uh, internet marketing and to having online business. Um, but the content is typically like 90% of it. Yep. And then all the other stuff just makes it better. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to continue this yeah. conversation. Um, you've asked for stories and what we're working on, so we're going to continue it. But for now, we're going to do some Q&A here. So the first one is from Bo Rob Brothers, and they say, I joined P24 on November 2nd. The first month, I was stuck on deciding a niche. Toward the end of November, I decided on one and prepared a hit list of 30 articles. I have been able to publish six response posts, so quite slow on the writing end. I just don't want to get left behind on the content publishing end, so thinking about outsourcing the articles. I'm getting better at search analysis and preparing content guidelines, but when I sit to write, I just can't help it, and it eats up a lot of time. I found some decent freelance writers for a reasonable price. My strategy is to do the proper search analysis, prepare guidelines in 10 to 15 max per article, and outsource it to writers. When I receive the delivery, I edit it for another 10 to 15 minutes and then publish it. I'm targeting to get 100 articles published in the next three months, and I'll write around 40 and outsource another 60 the outsourcing will cost me around $800 to $850, so that will be $14 per article. This looks decent on paper, but it might be way off my estimation if this doesn't work out the way I expect it. The only concern is that I'm a complete beginner, and this is my first website, and I'm not sure if I should go slow and learn with time or experiment with this. If anyone else has gone through the same route, please drop your helpful insights. Really, really good question here. Um And I think the answer is it depends based on what you've said. You know, you have a couple posts out. um, You're worried about going too slow. And I think that's a valid concern. I also think it's a valid concern that since you are newer to this, that if you start getting articles out too quickly, you might find that you have a lower rate of success. And that kind of goes hand in hand with what we just explained with cooker folks. Kind of the same thing happened to us. Um, Now, that being said, the more articles you produce, the faster you learn. And so then it becomes a question of, well, what's your tolerance for uh, risk? You know, this $800 or $850 that you're putting on the line here, is that like make it or break it money? You have to make this work in order to use that money? Or is it like, you know what, I have some of these extra funds if I dump it in these articles and then it ends up not not working out then that'd be okay you kind of have to know where your 
tolerance levels at for that sort of risk because it's possible you know like you said you feel like you're getting better at search analysis and that's great but it's really hard to know until your articles have started ranking you really know that you're good at search analysis when you start having articles on page one that's the reality um and so i would hate for you to pay someone to write a bunch of articles for you that you're not sure if they're going to work um, but that's really only if the money is a huge huge issue if the money isn't that big of an issue, then it could be a great way to speed up this process. I also love that you said that once you get the articles back, you're going to spend some time with them. I mm -hmm. think that's key. Yes. Um, I don't think you should just send these out to the freelancers and then publish them right away. Um, 15 minutes is good. You might end up spending 30 minutes per article just to make them even better. Another thing uh, is that $850 for 60 articles is pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. um, so I might question the quality of the writing. Um, if you say they're good, then I guess, you know, if that's, if they're good, then they're good. But I would be very careful and cautious of that. You know, maybe start with 10 articles instead of 60, you know, and, and see if they are providing the results that you want. Anyway, so many things to consider there. I don't think you can do a wrong thing in this case, as long as you're watching everything really carefully. Um, I, like I said, it really just is up to you. I would say keep writing yourself. You need to build that skill. You need to, you know, kind of practice that. Keep doing the search analysis. You need to keep practicing that. Um, you're going to get better and better. And even slow and steady can, can win the race. Mm -hmm. um, even if you don't go super fast, um, you can still be successful. Sometimes a little bit of speed does help, you know, speed up the process. Um, but uh, try and figure out what your priorities are, you know, what kind of risks you're willing to take. Um, and then after you do that analysis, I would just say go for whatever feels, whatever feels right. Yeah, I completely agree. And I like what you said about maybe giving it a trial, not mm -hmm. doing so many articles right. and just seeing how it goes. It doesn't have to be all or nothing or black and white. That's yep. something that I'm working on. But yeah, just take your time and, and see how it goes rather than investing yeah. that much money and that much time into it without really knowing how they're going to turn out. Yep, definitely. All right. So the next question is from KT2G10. And they say, I was hit hard by the August helpful content and October spam update. I've considered, uh, concluded that my site needs a full refurb as it is a long-term project for me. Being my first blog ever, I've also realized the content is likely not up to scratch. Just a few problems to mention, a few. First is keyword stuffing unintentionally, but may have accidentally gone over the top. The second is targeting different variations of the same keyword, hoping to win rankings using a shotgun approach. Next is including too many people also asked content. And the next is poorly written content, bad grammar and sentences that don't flow. And lastly, not enough original research and analysis. I've decided to rewrite most of my posts and consolidate others. Now my questions are, should I write a completely new post and 301 redirect or simply edit my current posts? Are there potential negatives from essentially redirecting all posts from my current site? Yeah, really good question. Again, um, it sounds like you, uh, like many, including <laughs> ourselves, got a little bit of a kick from Google in the last couple months. Um, it sounds like you've done maybe some battleshipping here. Um, and if you haven't actually done kind of the official battleshipping process, I would encourage you to go take a look at that course. 
Um, we have so, a really helpful tool there that can help you know exactly what to do. You ask, you're asking about rewriting and redirecting your posts, which is one of the actions we recommend in um, the battleship plan. But we don't recommend doing that for all of them because it's a lot of work. Um, and not every post is going to need it because not every post is going to perform or is performing um, how you want it to. So if you've done the battleship process and you know what articles need to be rewritten and redirected, then I would say, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's good. The redirect you know, serves to send the traffic from the old page to the new page. You're putting out better content than you were before, which is great. Um, but I don't think you need to necessarily do it for all of your articles. Uh, again, that kind of depends on how long they've been out. Were they ranked before? Were they on the first page before? Were they on the fifth page before? It kind of just depends. Again, the, the battleship method and process is really going to help you identify all of those things. Um, and once you have all that in place, it lays it out pretty clearly what you should do. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think that there's going to be negatives you know, in conjunction with redirecting all of your posts. Um, but I just don't think it's necessarily worth it. I think you should do the uh, really careful battleship first mm -hmm. and then identify the posts that have the highest value and then focus there and try and get your traffic back from those. Yeah, absolutely. Follow it step by step. Also use your intuition yes. and it's okay to take some time. Um, if you're working on this yourself, just take it one step at a time and work on those um, articles that have the most potential yep. to improve and yep. then rank. All right. So thank you so much for listening to the Project 24 blogging podcast. Did you have anything else, by the way? <laughs> I, think. I don't think so. We're okay. coming up on the holidays. We're in yeah. Q4. I just got, I guess I will say, I just had a meeting uh, with uh, one of the large ad companies and they kind of talked about Q4. They said that they're seeing a little bit of a late start um, in Q4 with um, increased ad rates, but they still expect it to come. Um, they, they're they not sure if it's going to surpass in the Black Friday, Cyber Monday time frame. Over the last four years, they said they've seen year-over-year -year increases in ad rates. Um, just given kind of the weird financial year we've had, they, they said they weren't sure if we'd surpass it again this year. Um, but to, again, prep your websites for it. Make sure your content is ready for that. Um, anything that's ranking well that has opportunity for monetization, um, get everything in place so that you can kind of maximize your benefit and opportunity here. So. Yeah. Especially seasonally. Yes, You have definitely. a lot of seasonal traffic. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day or morning or evening or middle of the night and stay safe. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.